0: today by the way is Vietnam Veterans Day and as a nation we honour the service, bravery and sacrifice of those that served, including in the bloody Battle of Long Tan. It was one of the most significant engagements in the Vietnam War for Australian forces. I did command uh, Delta Company 6 A R, at the Battle of Long Tan um, the thing that sticks in my mind 52 years later is uh, the courage and gallantry uh, of my soldiers. They were the ones that eyeballed the enemy and uh, I was just further back uh, giving orders, shall we say. And um, uh, I was very sad <laughs> to um, lose 17 soldiers killed that day.
1: I said, oh what am I going to do now? <laughs> but no, you're trying to do a certain job and Sergeants are trained to take over from the platoon commander if happens. I knew what I had to do. I just had to change from being a platoon sergeant to being a commander and making sure that I did what I needed to be done. Mm.
0: Yep, the Battle of Long Tan. The anniversary is today and it's Vietnam Veterans Day to talk about this and some issues confronting Western Sydney. Uh, MP Ed Husey, good morning to you, Ed.
1: G'day. How are
0: you, Marcus? I'm not too bad. It is, uh, look, despite we're, the fact we're going through COVID and there's so much else going on, we need to spare some time today to remember those who served Australia and Vietnam.
1: We sure do. And um, in particular in Vietnam, I think we're much better at this as a nation now, given what it was like generations ago in terms of uh, respecting what Vietnam veterans went through. And certainly in our area, uh, we, you know, we'd normally be able to take the time to face-to-face meet-up and be able to express our, our thanks to them uh, that way, directly. And clearly COVID and the lockdowns meant something different. And it's affected, for example, Vietnam venture, veterans around St Mary's are, are doing online uh, commemorations today because they're mm-hmm. still determined to make sure that we you know, pay those respects, which we should.
0: One of uh, one of your followers on social media makes a really good point. Philip says uh, maybe uh, those that plan to protest this weekend should stop and think before they start their rubbish about losing their freedoms, which they haven't, okay? Even momentarily, we're in lockdown and we know we are under health orders at the moment, but that is nothing compared to, you know, what those who've lost their loved mm. ones fighting for freedom in other countries have gone through.
1: Yep, and I often reflect on that. I've got to say, Marcus, when, you know, I'll hear people... Uh, uh, the, the lockdown is tough, absolutely, for a lot of people, and I appreciate that it's caused a lot of pressure, but, you know, there have been generations before us that have gone through a lot tougher, and, you know, those fights for freedom were completely different to what we've got now. This is about us sticking together as a community yep. to in the fight of our lives here on, on home turf with the virus that's... Spreading in our communities, particularly in Western Sydney, like a wildfire. Yeah, well
0: said. How are you going out there at the moment? Um, Are you any closer to getting this mass vaccination hub in in Mount Druitt? What are we doing?
1: No, we're not. And it's completely staggering and angering to me. I I saw overnight the number of fully inoculated residents in wealthier parts of the north and east of the city are up to three times higher than in hot spots out west. I just don't understand how that can be when... The pressure's on to get as many people vaccinated here in as short a time frame as possible. And, you know, it was our suburbs that were locked down. Our suburbs got the police and ADF presence. Our suburbs forced to wait for better financial support. Our suburbs forced to fight for better supply of vaccine. And our suburbs having to deal with being blamed and shamed. And it's been nearly oh, a week. Dear. And we've heard nothing from either the Morrison or Berejiklian government in response to Labor's call to have the ADF set up and run major vac hubs here in lockdown LGAs, especially the aid suburbs around Mount Truitt. I'm just staggered that it's that we've had that complete absence of leadership or care by them.
0: Well, they say that people can go to pharmacies and uh, get vaccinated that way, but I'm hearing out your neck of the woods, St Mary's. I mean, you've even had a a COVID uh, exposure at the Astley Centre, just on the Great Western Highway, so that's out at the... Uh, look, there are so many issues that are going on in these hotspots, including around your electorate. Uh, it, it's almost as if you've been forgotten.
1: I'm very grateful for the GPs and the pharmacies that are doing that that job right now in trying to help people out. And there have also been a few smaller-scale Uh, centres or or hubs or or, um, pop-up clinics where people can go to, and that's fantastic. But we need this at scale. I mean, we've had excuses, blame, delay, but we've had nothing at scale to help people get vaccinated. Again, we we said if you want to use the ADF in our, our part of Western Sydney, get them to do what everyone would welcome them to do and they'd be proud to do, which is to do to set up and run those hubs. They've got the capability to do so, Mm -hmm. and we'd be able to get people vaccinated much quicker. And even though the Premier will say Mount Druitt and Blacktown suburbs of concern in her press conferences, when she's asked, will she set up major hubs here? She says it's counterproductive. I I can't follow that logic whatsoever. This is a race. We've got to get moving.
0: Counterproductive. How on earth could it be counterproductive? I don't understand.
1: Oh, uh, totally. And I think they're totally dependent on thinking that Kudos Arena will be the uh, the place where we can get this done in large number. We've had people travel out there, but not everyone can. And it makes better sense to have yeah, something order, that's community-based yeah. and that people can get to easily. But in order for people
0: to get to Kudos Bank Arena, uh, let's be honest, um, Ed, a lot of people in your electorate probably would travel by public transport, they don't want to get yes. on the M4, pay the tolls and all the rest of it. So, mm. so it's almost as if we're encouraging people from some of the most populated areas of Western Sydney to use public transport to get to the mass vaccination hub there at Homebush. I mean, that's a recipe
1: mm. for disaster. Exactly. It's not practical and it doesn't uh, encourage people and make it easy for people to get vaccinated. And the other thing that is completely staggering is that after we have been calling for these hubs to be set up in our lockdown LGAs, getting no answer, getting turned away, uh, to see the government set up quickly, the New South Wales government, a hub in Penrith, which is what happened, and I'm very happy for the people of Penrith to get that hub. Of course. But it seems to me, given the political importance of Penrith to both federal and state governments, Mm. it seems very convenient that they would be able to move so quickly to set a hub there when they've had people crying out for help in areas uh, other than that and they haven't done it. I just think it's wrong to play political favourites on public health and if they've got public health advice that said they needed to do that quicker, let them show me and I'll be the first to say, OK, I'll take my words back. But I doubt it highly.
0: You've hit the nail on the head, mate. We'll leave it here. That's the problem. The public health advice isn't made publicly available (laughs) it's as simple as that it's i mean that's the uh, irony of the whole thing we label it with public health advice and yet the public don't get to know about what it is all right Ed. thank you mate we'll chat next week appreciate it
1: good on you all the best